You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. QL Daily presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a football Friday presented, of course, by BetMGM. A lot more to get to. We'll get to every NFL Week 9 game over the course of the show. Pam Maldonado will join us next hour to talk some college football. Uh, and we have our, our favorite bets, favorite five bets for the weekend coming up in Lightning Bets later on. And we will hear from Paul where he and Joe are in their process to finalize their five picks for the contest this coming weekend. So a lot to go, but... Aaron, let's dive into a game that in years past it would have had more cachet. Colts-Patriots used to have cachet to it. Like, that used to be the game, the 425 CBS game with Jim Nance. Now, I mean, obviously I'm talking about years where we had Brady and Manning or even Brady and Luck, and now we're going to watch Mac Jones and Sam Ellinger on, on Sunday. This game's interesting because the line has moved. And early in the week, Paul was on the Colts plus, I think, six and a half. We're down to five and a half right now at BetMGM. The Patriots is five and a half point favorites. Very low total, 40 and a half in this game. I kind of like this Patriots team, independent of the quarterback situation. I, I don't know what I'm getting out of Mac right now. Mac Jones' season has not been off to a great start, Aaron. But I do like the rest of the Patriots. I like their defense. I, I like th- their running game. I like the way their offensive line has come together. I think it's a solid team. I, if I knew Mac Jones would play well, I would, I'd be in on them to make the playoffs, to make a run. But what bad last week yes the dude has been a turnover machine are you serious I know. right it, now no if no no if no. i knew he would play well i'd be in on them but he, he doesn't play well enough. <laughs> oh well yeah that's a big asterisk right there yeah <laughs> all right this is i think a no play for me jonathan taylor mispracticed again yesterday so that's a big concern yeah. for the colts um and like you said the mac jones did not look impressive against the jets last week he's been turning the ball over and new england just doesn't have a lot of weapons um no Devonte parker for the pats ellinger is not as good of a runner as lamar justin field and his rushing prop, prop maybe that could be a look um but the colts they're not very good either and i mean They've barely had a lead at all in every game this season. <laughs> they lost Naheem Hines. Um, so I don't know how that affects the team's morale. Um, they fired their offensive coordinator, right? Like, what's going on? It just doesn't feel positive really on either side. I, I don't have a strong uh, opinion and don't have, to be honest, a lot of interest in this game at all. <laughs> so... I mean, it is kind of feels like that death march for the Colts, right? Matt Ryan, you're the first one cast off. All right, offensive coordinator, you're gone next. Like, Frank Reich and Chris Ballard, like, 
they could definitely be out of jobs by the end of the season. But so I wish I could tell you that the numbers backed up the play on the Colts. I can't say that they necessarily do. What I so here's a case for Colts defense top ten and run defense EPA and top ten uh, run defense grade per PFF. Best tackling team in the NFL. So there's that. Uh, Reich, Frank Reich, I mean, saw it in the Super Bowl as, you know, biased a little bit, but has had some success against Belichick. Maybe he can, you know, cater a game plan. With Matt Ryan, it just wasn't working. It was Carson Wentz 2.0. Maybe with Ellinger, he can at least not let him beat them. But you do still have Belichick against a young quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. It's It just goes back. I've seen some five-and-a-halves back up, so I think it's ping-pong a little bit between four-and-a-half, five-and-a-half. It's just I'm laying it back on the simple handicap that Max shouldn't be laying that big of a number. This feels like a field goal game, and anything above a field goal, I will just take with the Colts. Um, and the New, the New England defense, run defense, 31st success rate. So Charge was you know mentioned to us yesterday, Deion Jackson. Maybe he has a game, you know, young running back out of Duke for the Colts uh, if Jonathan Taylor can't go. But, yeah, the case against Colts are bottom five in pressure rate. Uh, Matthew Judon, most pressures in the NFL. That's not great. Um, and 31st run offense. So even though New England, you know, which is surprising with a Jonathan Taylor, you know, running back back there, but they're not running the ball well. Um, and yeah, so it's, it's ugly, but I don't think I can lay that. I, de- I certainly can't lay that number with the Patriots in this spot. Um, I think we're getting five and a half in the contest. So that's at least it's on the short list. Yeah. I, I think that, the five and a half is a or six. So like, these are good numbers because this looks like a low scoring game. The Colts, I think, are seven and one to the under this year. So their defense kind of done their part. The only thing I worry about is a late Sam Ellinger turnover. And it goes from like, you sure. know, it's 20 to 10 to 27 10 or, or 20 to 14 to 27 14. And then you, you lose on that. But I, I actually thought Ellinger last week was pretty efficient, right? He completed 73% of his passes. He ran it for 15 yards, only sacked twice. Like he, I think that's why they made this switch. Like he can move a little bit, and he's going to have to against pressure. I, I'm interested in his rushing he, prop. I wonder if he can run away. Uh, me from too. I, I'm looking for that. He also rushed for nine yards um, against the Bills last season. He hasn't had an interception. He didn't have him have one in the three games last season, and he didn't have one last week either. But I do think since he had 15 yards last week and was able to rush for nine against the Bills last season it would be interesting to look at uh, Ellinger uh, over on his rush prop, but it's not listed yet that I can find. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, now that, that one we'll look for. And I would guess it's probably going to be in the, I don't know, 12 and a half, 13 and a half range. Like, I'm not going to put in the 20s. 
he's he hasn't done that yet, right? Yeah. He's not, but but I think he can move a little bit. So maybe we get a good number on Sam Ellinger rushing the football. All right, let's go to the Rams and Bucks. I, you know, I mentioned a few minutes ago, Patriots Colts used to be years ago like a high profile game. Well, this was a high profile game last year, and now we have two teams. That, that Aaron just quite frankly aren't good right now. I mean, the Rams are look like a poor football team, and the Bucks look like one as well. The only reason the Bucks are relevant, like in, in our conversation still, is because, well, they're division. They probably could still host a playoff game. But look at these teams. I mean, are these top half of the, of the conference teams right now? I don't think they are. These, these are two bad teams. And the one thing I'll say about this is Cooper Cup has owned the Bucks. His numbers against the Bucks in his career are overwhelming. Like, he must average 10, 11 catches a game for 100 and something yards. Like, he's dominated. I wonder how he is, Aaron, because if Cooper Cup is healthy, he kills the Bucks. If he's not healthy, I don't know how the Rams even move the football. Like, I don't know how to get first downs if he's hobbled. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Uh, Sean McVay also seems to own Todd Bowles. He does a really good job against a blitz-heavy team like the Bucks. And Tampa um, will have to blitz to get pressure. The Bucks' defense has been really bad. I mean, they're getting destroyed in the run game. So that could be another area to look like Rams running backs. You know, Daryl Henderson maybe goes over. Um, Ravens ran for 231 yards on the Bucks. So that could be, you know, a place to look. Also, Leonard Fournette has been terrible. I was looking up his game log. I just bet his under 47 and a half. Um, It might be one of my five top plays because he just, I don't know what he's been doing. It's not the playoffs, so we can't call him playoff Lenny. He's nowhere to be found. It might be cooked money at this point. It might be over. Is that, it, on those tires for money. Um, we do get the Bucks an extra rest. If I, I don't think I'm going to have a side in this game, but I do think that can make a difference to older kind of teams. Extra rest for for the Bucks. The one the interesting trend in this, um, Aaron, is, is Sean McVay's been amazing traveling to the East Coast. Usually that trips up teams where they go west to east. He's been great. I think 13 and three in his career as the Rams coach traveling. West to East. That is, um, that is impressive. Yeah, 13-3 straight up and 11-5 uh, against the spread in the Eastern time zone. So I like the Bucks' rest. I don't like the Rams' injury situation with Cup hobbled. But it's it's a good point, Paul, that Aaron brought up with McVay against Bulls. I mean, McVay is just – I'd like him in this matchup there. I do think they have a coaching edge. This is – I don't – I kind of want to just see what happens here. And whoever comes out of this, maybe they can go on a run. You could go with the Brady post-finalized divorce angle if you want. Maybe this is where he finally, like, he has that behind him and goes on a tear. Um, looking at the numbers, oh, I mean, for, I, I guess I'm kind of flipping a coin, but I think this is bucks or nothing for me. Um, the Rams' defense is second in rush EPA, um, and we talked about Fournette, so – don't know if the Bucks are going to do much on the ground. Uh, we talked a little bit about the Evans versus Ramsey matchup. Ramsey seems to have the edge there. Uh, but the Bucks defense, they did lose Shaq Barrett, but still top 10 versus the pass. Stafford has just been gift-wrapping interceptions, although he did not throw one in his most recent game. Um, but I do like that defensive matchup against Stafford. Um, 26 in EPA per play. That is down there with guys. These these are guys that are not playing wow. that that is down there with. Baker, Flacco, Wentz, Matt Ryan, Mitch Trubisky. The guys that are active, Davis Mills, Kenny Pickett, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones. He is in that neighborhood. It's a bad place to be. Um, it, and then, you know, you could talk about are the Rams going to 
you know, turnover luck we talk about, is that going to come back to the mean for them a little bit? I mean, you'd like to say so, but when it's Stafford who's throwing these eight picks and it's right to like, these are terrible throws. It's tough to believe that might go away. Um, and here's the other part about it. the Rams defense. As much as we talk about Aaron Donald, um, the second lowest pressure rate in the NFL. If Brady has time to throw, he could carve them up a little bit. Quick yeah, question. Uh, I, are we, is this like the most value we're getting? A Stafford interception is minus 105. Wow. That's a bet. <laughs> You're right. That's it. and, it's going in my top five. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I know what I was thinking about when Davis Mills. For a guy who throws like, one almost every week? I mean, why not at minus 105? That's ridiculous. Go ahead, Paul. Oh, I was just going to say, and the last part that ties into that, that Rams offensive line is still a mess. So with yeah. or without Shaq Barrett, I still think the Bucks could give him some trouble there. When Davis Mills threw his picks last night, because I, I took that one, I, I was like, oh, I should have done an he interception did. parlay for the weekend and include Davis Mills. Like, I feel like I missed that because yeah. that one was coming. Um, one thing on the Rams quickly and why I think the Bucks are the right side this week, it's like been feast or famine for them. When they've played bad defenses, the, the Rams, they've scored. They've scored on the on the Falcons. Like they moved the ball on bad defenses so far this season. But when they played the good ones, they've been terrible. They had 10 points against Buffalo, 9 against San Francisco, 10 against Dallas, 14 against the Niners. They have not scored on good defenses this year. And the Bucs still, it's still a pretty good defense. Um, this feels like an under kind of game. What are we looking at? 42 and a half on the total? Yeah. I mean, this is this is like not going to be as fun as it was the last few times these teams played. I would take the Bucks on a short number at home and probably the under in a game like this against a Rams offense that's still still not finding their way yet. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Becky Well Daily. On the other side, let's dive into the home underdogs for week number nine, including a weather game in Chicago. That's next right here on the Becky Well Network.